Hallelujah. <laughs> what a treat. Man. Woo, what a treat. Oh, my goodness. I saw a whole lot there. My God. Uh, prophet is back there. What did you see? <laughs> huh? Woo! Uh-huh. Get ready. I'm going to put you to work. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. My God. Wasn't that just beautiful? Berta, you better go ahead. Nah, you better go. I saw little seeds. <laughs> That's what I saw. Wow. I saw the influence. Y'all better what? Okay, harmony. Okay. Huh? Did y'all see the leadership? Okay. All right. Okay. This this just ties into what I'm gonna show y'all tonight. It just ties in. God is so good. Man, he be opening up stuff right before you. That's why I know I'm going to always teach and show you exactly what he said. Because he always shows us ahead of time. Oh, my God. Woo. Man, wasn't that beautiful? See the fruit of your labor. You see the fruit of your money. Because it costs to go to Dance Star. All right. Don't, don't go there, Pastor. That was beautiful. You can't just overlook what you saw. Truly. And little man right here raised his hand. Raised his hand because he was singing. He was singing. Y'all better understand. Okay, all right. This is going to tie in if y'all just hold up for a minute. going to tie into what I'm going to show y'all. We're going to talk about some time travel tonight. Okay. Oh, see, I told you it ain't going to be what they think. <laughs> it's important. Mm. So kind of look at this as a, a history lesson. Also, jungle warfare all mixed in together. Prophecy. Man. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that was just... Try not to move from the moment so quick. What I got to show you ain't but 48 minutes. So. Time limit, so. Got my steps in. Okay. I need two more. Say that she no, I got them here. It's legit. Got a great cloud of witnesses. <laughs> oh my goodness. Man. Teacher, did you see the anointing? Did you see how they were together? You see how they walked off? What they've been seeing stuff, see? Hey, bro. Go ahead, stop. Who who did? Oh, she did got dance of the month. Okay. She was on them toes, too. Okay. All right. Now you got a okay. professional ballerinas coming up in here. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Yeah, I like 
Let me get there where I want to go right quick. Ah. Ask y'all a question. The enemy tries to change everything about you from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Everything he tries to change from the beginning of you. Hmm. When I was first born, it's five. I'm, I'm the middle boy. It's five of us. I got two brothers and two sisters. Well, I had one brother. He passed. Got a sister who's homosexual. Got a brother. Not quite sure. <laughs> Yeah, what he's doing. He's out there. Got another sister that's out there. When I say out there, I mean out there. Y'all got some people like that in your family too. Just need to identify. But there's always one. Who's in here have for real, has escaped death. I mean, no, I mean, real death. Shot, stab, car wreck, death. Okay, look at this. Look at this. If you've been to war, you definitely. Then I could go a little deeper and say, if you've been driving a car, you could raise your hands too. Mm-hmm. always comes for that one. Well, you're going to find out why, too. Teacher, you know, see, I think you had uh, TB, right? Still had a scar on the lungs. You know, that don't go away. Me, I escaped crib death. Actually stopped breathing. They called the priest in. He's gone, yet I live. Oh, man. What's good, though, teacher? God calls us to a finished work. So I couldn't leave. My work is done, though. He's called us to a finished work. My work is done. Hmm. Go to Ecclesiastes. Hmm. You say, teacher? Okay. You've been called to a finished work. It truly is already done. <laughs> we don't believe God. I've stripped the world or the earth or anyone from harming you. Sound like safe passage. 
I've called you, Fee, to a finished work. Mm. Eric, I've called you to a finished work. I pulled you into a finished work. You got it? Ecclesiastes 3. Amplified 15. Before I teach us, it's going to be good for you. That which is now has already been, and that which is to be already has been. And God seeks that which has passed, but so that history repeats itself. Sounds like time travel to me. Yet you're in the present. But I'm calling your work that you've already done. See, this is why you won't. See, this, if you understood it, you would have the shalom and you would rest and free fall. If you understood that. Read, read that again. That which is now. That, which now? Sitting right here. Already has been. How, how long does now. See, That which is now is what? Already has been. Okay. That which is right now has already been. What you going through? Has already been. No, but you ain't got the confidence in believing God and trusting him. What you going through has already been. You think it's new. If you're called to him, then you're already out. See, you want to move on. That which is now. What you're going through right now. Peter, what you're going through, what you're getting ready anticipating, he's already been here. You already pushed. You've already delivered him. I call that witch. You've already been pregnant. Do it again before we get to the thing. I just, I need you to get something. See, come on. That which is now. What now? Oh. Right now. What you going through? What is all yesterday already been? That's why you're in today. We already had that conversation. That which is now already has been. And that which is to be already has been. Wait a minute. <laughs> One more time. The first question. That which is now. That which is now. 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 Faith. Now. Mm -hmm. Present. Go ahead. Already has been. The present has already been. Mm -hmm. And that which is to be. Which is to be. Already has been. You can put that in the same bucket. 
tomorrow and the same one has already been as of right now. I'm teaching. God out, he's outside of time. As he is, so are you. In this world, as he is, so are you. As he is, so, see, I like, I like, I'm going to show you with Jonathan, but I'm giving you just a little bit, a little bit more. I know that. It's necessary, though. It's going to go on top of this. Break it open like a walnut so you can really get into it. See, you're going too slow. What? BK, what? Tomorrow that you don't see, that you haven't even entered in, has already been. That's why he tells you don't be anxious. You should be fearful that you don't enter his rest, he said. Doubt is sin. Go ahead, that tough thing, that hard thing that just seemed that won't stop, it's already been. That's why you say, trust in me. Trust me. I know the outcome. I am the author and the finisher of your, oh, excuse me, of his story. Y'all don't believe the author. Go ahead. Keep on. That which is now already has been, and that which is to be already has been. And God seeks that which has passed. So that history repeats itself. He keeps, he ain't worried about your tomorrow. He only seeks what he already knows. It is to be. And he what requires that which has already been. See, you just don't believe. See, Anybody dream? Can anybody dream? That's proof. How come you always see yourself doing extraordinary things in your dreams? I'm fine, Pastor. I'm fine. I'm so How many of y'all been fine in your dreams? Just fine. That means you have the ability to go over and keep moving. Don't believe. I like this just bad. And then it becomes your reality. Always there. 
precise like this alignment. Never. Because Jupiter stayed inside of her for over nine months. The planet, that never happened. That never happened again. That alignment would never, ever happen again. But when she was to give birth, what was that? It called him a dragon. When she was to deliver. In the beginning, this is, oh my God. So, a lot of times, this is, this is what's happening with our ministry. When we're trying to get to where we're going, he's there. He's there to devour her child, your faith. So you will never be or come to full term as a believer. Already gave birth. 
already. Right now and tomorrow, it's already passed. Right now and tomorrow, it's already in the past. I'm saying one more time. Right now and tomorrow, it's already in the past. And God requires that which is past. Time travels me. So important. If I, and I love the, uh, the, 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 the uh, analogy that he gives with the butterfly effect. The ripple. If I had not accepted my call, if I had not accepted my call, none of you would be here. This would not be here. Because it changes the reality, it alters. If you go back in time, they do time travel. You change one thing, it changes everything. It's the thing. If, if I did not be, look at that. All right. If I did not, it would have had a ripple effect on your family. If I had not accepted my Oh, you wouldn't be here. Neither would I. But since I accepted my call, God already knew you would be. We've already done this. So why? It's a sure thing. Tomorrow, Jesus. It's in the past if you want to see it. It ain't no new thing. Next year, it's already been. And all that's inside of it, you, this is why your choice that you make to be saved is so important. It affects reality. If I had not, hell, if I had not, I would have never met you. Mm. Well, I would have never met you, Sam. to a man of God. You could have been married to him, but he wasn't a man of God. But because of my acceptance of what I've already done,
always comes in the beginning to stop you, for you to get his scheme and not God's plan. If I could get you on my scheme, it'll look just like your plan. His plan, his scheme looks just like God's plan for your life. His scheme looks just like it, it mirrors it. But y'all know the image in the mirror is not real. But it looked just like you, but it's not you. Where's your heard at in the past? So every time you heard, that's where you live at in the past. Where's the victory at? In the past. <laughs> you were abused when you were seven. Okay. But you're 42 now. Where are you present at? how that one thing pulls you away because you heard you'll never love or allow love to come to you properly? Sitting right in church. That's right. That's a scheme. We live and dwell. <laughs> 
look forward. That's why he said, I'm your rear guard.
do it like he's telling you to stop. I know if you're going to end up with a reprobate mind. I know this. I know my sheep know my voice. I've ordained you. See, that's when you get through the election. You know. He knows. He knew. But the path was that we get together. He knew it would happen. He didn't look at the moment like we do. He looked at this and afar off. He knew I would be parents and his family. If I will follow the path, but like unto my path, not seen. But there's a scheme if I get off of the path. That's not a path. That's something that looks like the path. If you would just believe. If you would just believe. See, what happens is you change. You change the past. That's how things. That's how I got saved. I changed the past. I went back to where he called me. And because I did, it affected all these lives. Because he called me already. He pre-ordained me, called me, justified. That's why you got to hear his voice. We're all Show you in the 
are. When you read Revelation 12, I showed you, I showed you that what happened. He comes in the infancy of your belief. He's there all the time, right when you believe. Paul said, when I would do good, but evil is always right. He's there when I will make the choice to serve him. I get a phone call. He's always there at your infancy. He's there with the kids. That's why, that's why I let them go to bed and dance because he's going to try to come for that. Look at your kids. Look at you. Where you are. If you're not fully mature, fully grown, then he's there hindering you. So you'll never bring forth. That's what was in the stars. That's what was written there. The dragon was there waiting when she gave birth. This is the girl, right? What was that about? It was about Esther, right? Haman, right? there to stop what? Israel. Haman was there. The enemy was there at the birth. It's about deliverance. Redemption. They wanted to go forward, but you got a aim in there. A type of anti Two years before Israel became a nation, Hitler was there. At the birth of a nation, he's there. At your ministry. Always. 
Moses. Firstborn. He's there to stop the ministry. The call was to kill the firstborn. Same thing with Jesus. Eric, kill the firstborn. Stop the ministry. Never to come forth. Always there at the birth of greatness. He's always there. You've got to know how to discern and look at your life and find out what. This is why he tried to kill me. This is why I made that choice with this person. Because he didn't want that ministry to come forth. And in your flesh, though. already prayed for to me. So you got to do it now. Y'all with y'all? He's always there.
tries to silence years. Try to starve them like you. That's why you should be able to see him and prevent him. from using your past. That's why he said, it's not no condemnation. No longer. He did not the blood. Well, the blood that I'm bleeding was the blood of a bull, long ago. That blood was shed before you sinned. So your sins, it's not David now, your sins are ever before me. Jesus hadn't came yet. Jesus hadn't came. That's why David said, my sins are ever before me. I see them. But now you've been redeemed. He died. Now your sins are behind you. Ooh. Oh, Jesus. I was truly really out of time. I didn't even say a little harder, I would know. You can tell when I know I'm, I don't went too far. Please do. I'm so sorry. It's over. I'm sorry. You know that? Oh, it's over here. Go back to uh, Ecclesiastes 3.15. King James. Thanks, sir. Look at it. What she said to me about well, how bad. I heard you. Right? 
God requires that. That's what she said. God requires. God is renewing. Require in Hebrew is renew. God is renewing. Did you say something? Oh. God is renewing. So when you go back to your past, it's already renewed. It's renewed. Go back to he's the author and finisher of your faith. That's your time travel. The way that he's written out your life, you are a victor. The way that he's written out your life, you're not oppressed. You're not downtrodden. You're not, you're not anything of what you're experiencing. This is why he said to renew your mind. But God himself, when he said, I require the past to repeat itself, he required what he's already planned for your life because he's the author and finisher of your faith. It is that it repeats and it also means to turn, to turn, to turn, rewind, rewind. Back to what God has called your life to be. At the karma. Come on. Early in the turn. So I'm getting everything that you you think you are experiencing. It is a scheme. It's a scheme. It is not. And it's truly all smoke and mirrors. Because God has already established and secured your life. And it's glorious from the beginning to the end. The only reason that you're not experiencing it is that because when we are not walking upright and we're not praising, this is why he says, this is why he tells you how to live. So if you live according to how God has called you to live, you won't live according to the world. Pain, depressed, anger, irritated, frustrated, suffering. You're looking at what's not real. So they're experiencing those things right now, right? So they're living now. Yes, they're living in it now. This is why you're having all that. Because the truth is, You've been delivered from that. That's all sin. All those things. He's using that scheme to make you believe the enemy, yes. That is real. Yeah. Because he's using your emotions, he's using your senses. Yeah. Go ahead. So you, if we don't, if we don't come to this reality of the word of God, and for some of us we can't sing the Really have See, the enemy is using, because whatever you're attached to, whether it be nothing, that's your world. It's impossible now to get you attached to eternity. Impossible. You know why? Because you don't really 
response what your thoughts he's already he said that place already inside of you eternity Eric is in your subconscious it's in your inner man I've already I've already placed inside of you see but you're in the world but you're not of the world right and I've already placed inside of you a way of escape while you're in the world, not to be of the world. So the question is, why are we still struggling to experience the joy of the, just to experience God? And then the joy of the Lord. And the things he said that you experiencing, that it tests and trials, he said, we ought to look at this and count it all joy. But that doesn't make sense. You know why? Because you're attached to the world. Which is present. You're called to live outside of time. You're called to not be of this world. Your thoughts, the way you feel, what mama or daddy did, your own self. He has given us the capability to be aware of pain, but not to experience pain. In the Asian culture, they actually, you know, this is why you go and get that. What was it? Oh, uh, there you go. And you could be, they say you can have a baby, be delivering the prophet, and you not experience any pain. They just figure out a way. And what part of your body got hurt? And God has given you His Spirit, and we can't do it. So well, that's why He's not healing you. You've already been healed. Already. That's why He's not delivering you. You've already been delivered. This is that God requires. He's renewing our mind. It has to be renewed. God does it by your obedience of your lifestyle to him. That's why he tells you don't sin. But it must show how much we are disobedient to God. And don't fear the Lord. So we're experiencing all the same things as if you were not saved. We have more Christians who are on meds, psychotic meds. You know why? Because we're not living according to how God has called us to live. God has already done everything for us. 
would honestly say that not only today, but let's just say this year, you know, not even go years, because I know everyone's been saying more than a year. Just, you walk around just, and literally, I, I can honestly, all year long, I'm just walking around just excited. Not just excited, but just excited about what God's going to do. I did it in the Bible day, bro. Paul didn't write out a sermon. Not out Holy Spirit to minister. And that's what I want y'all to experience. Amen? So, let's look at this and see. I'm going to go to uh, Isaiah. I just love Holy Spirit. 46. 
8 and 10. We're talking about time travel. The past. Come on. Earnestly remember this. Be Hold on. Hold on. This is stop right there. He said, earnestly remember this. So your memory is in the future? To remember something, you got to go where? Immediately, he's telling you to remember this. Give them a new 
seen in the beginning. He's there always in the beginning. He said, remember this. Come, come on, come on. Let's, let's, let's take it slow. You're leading fast. Let's slow, let's slow it down for me. Declaring the end and the result from the beginning. The end from the beginning. So Genesis is really the end. Because it's the beginning. This is the beginning for you because it's in time. Declaring the end and the result from the beginning and from the ancient times, things that are not yet done. Oh, he just went somewhere. He's even telling you the ancient things, which are not yet done, really are already done. Oh, he's just, he just left from time and eternity.
when you don't praise, when you don't truly praise him and renew your mind. See, this is why people get high. They don't want to be in their situation. They want to be out of the situation. And so it takes them out of time. Mm-hmm. To another time. To another time. Another world. But the thing about it is that you have to agree with the word of God. You have to live the word. See, this is why a lot, a lot of us cannot experience him, his presence. Because you have confined yourself to what you see, what you're told. See, you're, from the time that you're born, well, from the time a child is actually delivered into the uh, age of six, they have already automatically absorbed everything about the culture that they brought up in and what their mom, dad, and anybody else have said about their life. They have already been identified. Their identity bird is already established. Age six. This is why, even at a young age, they're confused about their identity. So, 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 so this is why we're having these issues with our children yeah. and their identity. This is the enemy coming to them at, at young age, at the beginning of who they really are. This is why you see uh, the transgender down in your schools. I sent them to a couple of people. You see them in the schools now, teaching them another reality, coming to them at their infancy. So they're trying to come in and change. They're augmented, they're, they're going to augment their reality. They're going to distort the truth. See, this is why it's so important. I'm telling you, you don't let the school just teach your kids. Because it's starting in Canada, but it's going to be here too. This is what he's doing. He's changing. See, he knows that he can change the time. He can go back to them. And now he's trying to put into them the same thing that is in you. That trauma, that thing that happened, that scar of who their identity is, who they, who they are. If I, can, if I can just get the children. That's why he always comes after, you know, don't, don't touch that water. Don't let the little child leave them. Watch what happens. So the enemy comes to them as a child. Nightmares. Night terrors. Because he knows that the prophetic is on that child. He never wanted to get that child to succeed. So that gift will never develop. They'll be afraid. See, he comes at the beginning of humanity and time. And he uses it. He goes all the way back. All the way back. And so until we, until we really replace the thoughts that you already have, you're never ready to receive new information. Hear me. And no matter how many times you come and you, you, you physically hear, until we're able to replace 
those thoughts that you have and how you were brought up and what you learned, all the data that's in you, is that it has to be replaced. And to do that, you have to you have to participate in receiving, practicing new information. You may need to be isolated. For those who find it hard to actually live for Christ, is that for 21 days, so you can form a new habit because you're not used to actually praying. You're not, it's not natural for you to praise. So for 21 days, you need to praise. For 21 days, you need to worship. 21 days. See, you form because you have already fixed thoughts in your mind, and there's no way a new behavior will enter in until it's replaced with another thought. This is why he said repent. Repent means take a second thought. All right. See, it's not for us who's born again about sin. It's about the thought of Christ. So it will become a habit then. But then you need to do this for 63 days for it to be permanent. And then don't stop then because you're going to have to, again, just renew in the mind. This is what he meant by renewing the mind. It doesn't matter how much we read or we talk about the word or, or even your wife or your husband trying to encourage you to love God. It's not going to happen. You know why? Because of your already preconceived thoughts. And that was from your culture. That was from your upbringing. And that is in your subconscious. And that is what keeps coming up. It has to be replaced with a new thought. And with a new thought, that comes an action. You need to do something. And you have, we need to hurry up and do it. Because nothing about you will change. Nothing about you. No matter, I don't care what kind of word you hear until you put it in practice, you won't change. Amen? Amen. Amen. I know that see, a lot of us, some, see, somewhere in our mind, we have convinced ourselves that we, we are all right the way that we are. But they're not. This is so dangerous. It is so, it is scary. And, and it's even worse, Terrence, if you, it was my mother. You're a Christian, I'm a Christian. But you keep having these toxic thoughts. But we, we're speaking about the word, but the mind hasn't changed because you haven't put any action with what you've been hearing. 
No action. No action. It'd be the same if you're on the job, have the on the job training. All right? We relate to that, right? But we don't ever put into action because you don't have to because your supervisor going to come on the, on, the, on the floor, check to see how you're doing the new training. Or they may have a secret shop or somebody come in there. You don't even know who it is. But we're not doing this. We can no longer be deceived that we're actually really doing the will of God. We have to come to a place to where we really trust God. Out there. It doesn't mean that, oh, a thought that's not of God doesn't come up anymore. That's going to always come up because I'm in the flesh. Well, he said, cast off every high thing that blows up against the mouth of God. Amen. And if it comes to captivity, they're going to come. But we must quickly implement the word of God in our lives, in our homes. You have to really engage. It cannot be. You have to take your thought, because this is what I do, before it takes me someplace. I mean, your thoughts, I mean, it can have all kinds of plans for you. I mean, this guy, you going in circles, you upset, you worry, you. This is what I do to my thoughts. They are not godly thoughts. I take it to what could be my worst situation. I literally escort my thought. Also, you're sick. Yeah, because it was time where I actually had a dream that there was a, a x-ray. There was an x-ray in my breast, and on the left side, there was a spot. So I'm, you know, what is it feeling? I need to go to the doctor. And I went to the doctor, but they didn't, they didn't give me a spirit of fear, but I'm, fear. But there's a word for that. And give me the spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. And if and when the Lord calls me home, see, you have to take your, take your thoughts to the extreme end to it can't take you no further. And it's, so it's now what? Because I trust God. For some reason, it makes you feel that when you can't pay a bill, that you're going to get arrested. You got 25 to life. I'm trying to tell you right now, it is some dread and fear that comes with you and money. When I see you, this is for whoever. But it's, it is terror. That comes with a lot of money. I mean, it's that you've just been pronounced that you just have three months to live. That's how you act? Oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, you're going to do what you did the last time you didn't have enough money. The Lord says, count it all joy. And then you say, rejoice, and then rejoice even more. But we get so overwhelmed. I mean, it's like somebody taking you to the top 
something about the top of your head. Isn't it true? Yeah, okay.
So when we say we want a promotion, we want more, we want more, Lord. What do you do with it? Do you want that extra to advance the kingdom of God? A lot of us are not good stewards to really get the more. Because the more we get, the more full of ourselves we're going to get. We're going to have to really come from this mindset of when it comes to things that is not what governs us. It doesn't determine my mindset. It doesn't determine whether I'm going to be happy or sad. It's a very grateful thing that Berta did and is doing. Very grateful thing that she have done. None of us really, when it comes to being homeless or going hungry, we get, I mean, so not offer balance in our life when it comes to things. Just to make certain that you're good it first of all, over your mind. And then we begin to really praise God and live how He has asked us to live. Because one day you may not be able to praise Him. One day you maybe you won't be able to lift your hands. You won't be able to move around the way that you're able to physically move around now. Does that bother us? You might just should. And that's something parents that we all should really pray, Lord God. Allow, allow me to have this disease when it comes to me not pleasing you. Allow me to grieve when I don't please you, Lord God. Let my life bring you glory in all that I do. You know? Everything tends. Because when we stop searching for things and events in the kingdom, he said, all these things will overtake you. And you're going to have more than enough because you're going to need more than enough to advance his kingdom. But it can't be for you. It has to be for his kingdom. Amen? You guys to be excited. Excited about being saved. I'm just saying. I mean, I got, we got a few people that stay lit for the Lord. I mean, we, they stay lit for the Lord. And, uh, <laughs> and that's how, um, when it comes to Pastor and I, um, our relationship, our marriage, that we have, this is our greatest and deepest desire for you all. For those who are married and those who are soon to be married. And, and just as a believer, to just be excited, you know, and just the joy of the Lord is just saying, what? It's my strength. It, it is my strength. 
And I'll tell you, when, when I had less, when I had what I would consider to be where I didn't have a car and working three jobs and walking where I was going, checking um, on and shit, all, I mean, poverty, in an abusive relationship, I mean, the list was long. And I still say, I don't believe anybody in here, or it may come close, but I don't believe anybody in here really have experienced it to that, you know, degree. And still, you're knocking on the neighbor's door just to get to church. Because as I was saying, I could just get you together. I wasn't concerned about my, my bills. I wasn't concerned about my paycheck. I, I had this relationship. That made everything all right. And when you really get to that place in your life, your marriage, your relationship with everybody is just going to be in balance. And it's going to start with your relationship with yourself. Amen. Soundness of mind. Hey. They don't hear that from me, man. They're ready to go home. They're ready to go home. Like, are you okay? Like, 
how's your day? And I just was like, yeah, my day's great. Like, this is a great day. It's a new day, you know? And um, and I think some people expected me to be, like, you know, complaining, but, like, I've been reading Deuteronomy, and they said, no, don't do that. Like, you can't murmur. No, I don't want to be in the wilderness anymore. I want to be out of it. So um, I was like, this is great. So then um, I kept just, like, kind of praying in tongues over the atmosphere because it was really, like, you know, dry. And I was like, no, this is not, I'm not going to let you take over this atmosphere. This is going to be a good thing. So then um, the one girl that was really distraught, I think her name's Vicky, but she, she's just upset, like mad at the world, you know, and I'm walking out with her at the end of the day and she was like, you know, mad and stuff like that. And I'm like, but you know, this is going to be a good thing. You're going to learn stuff. And as I'm walking backwards, you know, the guy that saw that I had an accident in my pants in the beginning of the day, and he's real quiet too, so he, but he has a good spirit about him, I can tell. And then um, I'm walking backwards, you know those little spiny things, right? <laughs> like that are on the ground because the wind's whipping everywhere. I like, and I go down. Like I went down. I said, everybody saw it. And I just got back up. I was like, and I was like, I was like, the guy saw me. I was like, yeah, hey, what's up?
sounds like it's about that time. So, so it's okay.
glorifying God just for a child that loves the word. Yes. 